You know that one kid in class, the one that couldn't sit still, would disrupt the class and annoy the teacher, swing back on the chair and have to be held back after class? That's how ADHD is presented to most people. Too much energy and can't focus and seemingly stupid. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you pictured a boy, right? It's never a girl. Girls would never be disruptive, right? Girls are smart, focused in school, right? So who was the girl who was always quiet in class? Looking out the window, daydreaming, making silly mistakes in her work. Who, once they leave the class, will talk non-stop to her two close friends. That girl was me. This whole time I had ADHD and didn't know because my symptoms were easy to miss as they didn't match what people think ADHD is. These symptoms aren't wrong, they just don't reflect everyone. When I started this project, I was a few days away from my diagnosis. Since then, I've got it. And I've read a lot, learned a lot, and recorded a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Interviews and vlogs that I may not use all of. Although I fixated on learning, I also fixated on other things, which you will hear. This makes finishing projects hard and quite overwhelming. So I guess I should wonder, will I understand? Will I get through this? And... Will I finish this project? Because honestly, I don't know. My name is Tavy. I'm 20 years old and I'm smart. Not in a cocky way. I just am. Um, I know stupid little facts and will share them with anyone who will listen. Right now, that person's you. I am capable and respectful. As a child, I was quiet and clever with a huge imagination. But I was also very anxious, scared of everything and anything I didn't know or understand. I was, and still am, terrified of getting in trouble or disappointing people. And by people, I mean my parents, my teachers, friends, family friends, even classmates who I thought would find me weird unless I acted a certain way. You haven't mentioned the hearing yet. Why haven't you mentioned the hearing? It's an important part to all this, particularly in your childhood and diagnosis. Yes, good point. So, in primary school, I was the girl with the hearing aid. The pink hearing aid with a glittery mould in an Elmer case. I walked around playing make-believe with my close friends, which was only ever one or two at a time. I was also the girl who was allowed to not watch films in class, even educational ones, because I became anxious and overwhelmed. But that's me. ADHD is weird. Everyone presents symptoms differently, not just between girls and boys, but children and adults. With little to no understanding of how brains and our minds work, and how they vary from person to person, I just thought my mind was a bit quicker, that I worked differently and functioned differently. I thought everyone did. I thought everyone daydreamed, got easily distracted, made careless. Um, don't forget chatty and overshare. Yes, I'm getting to that. Um, uh, I made careless mistakes, skipped steps, inconsistent with work, oh, uh, and imagination, did, did you mention that? Overly imaginative, passionate, excited, emotional, sensitive to audio, opinions and perceptions of themselves, found comfort in- I haven't mentioned the chatting! I'll get there, just give me a bit. Um, oh, now I can't remember where I was. Um, uh, oh yeah. Found comfort in situations you can control, recognise and feel a sense of familiarity. Got overwhelmed and shut down. Be overly chatty and impatient, interruptive and... Um, oh, oh, there is one more, isn't there? 
I mean, there's probably more, but you can't list everything. And to be honest, some of what you've listed might just be you, but they do all cross over and affect each other, which definitely doesn't help. But seriously, your scatterbrain is a nightmare. How did you forget one? Forgetful! That was it, forgetful. Oh, and talking to yourself. I've spoken to a lot of people about this. My name is Grace. Eliana. Samantha Hugh. I've been learning a lot. Imagine that you've got an orchestra of great and brilliant musicians. Dr. Philip Anderton is the Managing Director for ADHD 360, the company with who I got my diagnosis. And you've got a conductor stood at the front of the orchestra who can't conduct properly. No matter how he or she waved their bat on, the world's best musicians sat in front of him or her can't produce beautiful music because they're playing out of tune and out of time. Well, the conductor is the front part of the brain and the rest of the brain is the musicians in the orchestra. And ADHD is in effect the breakdown of the chemical and electrical processes that make the conductor work as well as it can. It was actually TikTok that made me question myself and seek out a diagnosis. I know, a bit cringy. Let me explain. The TikTok algorithm which determines what video shows up on your feed is scarily accurate, like scarily accurate. Anyway, I was getting videos with ADHD symptoms, only with the person in the video saying, you know, not everyone thinks like that. Or, wait, you don't do this? I thought everyone did. Or the most accurate to me was the video that said, what's the scene from a TV show you'd show someone to explain how your brain works? As my brain is a wild jungle full of scary gibberish. I'm writing a letter. I can't write a letter. Why can't I write a letter? I'm wearing a green dress. I wish I was wearing my blue dress. My blue dress is at the cleaners. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. Casablanca. Casablanca is such a good movie. Casablanca, the White House, Bush. Why don't I drive a hybrid car? I should really drive a hybrid car. I should really take my bicycle to work. Bicycle, unicycle, unitard, hockey puck, rattlesnake, monkey, monkey, underpants. It's from Gilmore Girls. That program became a comfort show to me thanks to that character Lorelai, as I related to her. So seeing her and ADHD connected made me think. I was diagnosed just after I turned 40. Originally, I thought it was dyslexia. My older sister got diagnosed with ADHD. When you look around and I see that other women are doing okay. But then as I started to explore my symptoms, things really, I, mostly it was like through Instagram and more recently TikTok. Okay, women like just seem to manage everything and they have two or three children and in my head I was thinking what's wrong you know I only have two like just before school age and they were like okay let's just screen her as well I reached a point in my life where I felt like it was really starting to hinder my my work and my my home life and all that then I started to seek a diagnosis then they told my mom you might want to check your other kids as well because <laughs> if, if one of them has it there's quite the high chance the other one it turns out I'm not that normal after all so many of us go through the, the stages of grief huh five stages of grief i wonder so those five would be denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance hmm, okay so for me when i got diagnosed i finally felt relief because it proved i was right Slowly, I did become quite angry instead as I realised how it explained many things and how it limited the potential I knew I had, but could never truly show. I mean, if you looked at my A-levels. Anyway, I, I felt guilty and started to question and bargain with myself whether this was the right thing and if I should have gotten a diagnosis in the first place. I was messing up at work, which meant I was consistently stressed and emotional. This and many other factors led me to leave that role, which wasn't easy and... Again, quite emotional. 
it's starting to impact me a bit more that I realise. I felt originally that getting a diagnosis would um, would put things into perspective and it has. Now it feels out of my control and I don't really know if that will go away. Hang on, that's... That's depression. Maybe there is something in this. I should probably clarify I didn't just record myself crying. I was crying while I was recording, there's a, there's a difference. That came from a vlog I was doing. Hang on, let me explain. After my diagnosis, I began a trial of medication. Not everyone does this, but I chose to. I was prescribed Alvans, two weeks of 30 milligrams and two weeks of 50 milligrams. I decided to vlog my experience. It is technically day three. Day 10, three. day 14, day 15 which documented my side effects and whether or not it worked. I do get a bit lightheaded. So far, it's been okay for so me. The first night took me a while to get to sleep. I've got more work done and I focus more on the work I'm doing. It didn't feel like a chore, really. It just felt like something I had to do and so I was doing it. I'm not 100% sure how this works. Dr. Anderson, bit of help? Back to the conductor. Medicine helps that conductor be more efficient and more effective. It's a life changer and it can move life on very quickly but it doesn't always work for everyone. So I took them every day of my life, including summer holidays from the age of six to 18, so 12 years. Eliana didn't have a particularly positive experience with medication. What made you stop taking them? Being 18 and being able not to. So I started off on the like Adderall version, I guess. Yeah, so I didn't grow until I went off the meds. I also right. didn't hit puberty until I went off the meds. So I didn't grow boobs and didn't get my period until I was 18. I really, really struggle with the side effects. And basically, I don't know, I just didn't eat anymore. I think this now, I think being on those meds through basically my entire childhood and teenage has conditioned me to not eat so much. Uh, but it made me, I don't know, I guess, academically perform better. <laughs> there are other ways to deal with and manage ADHD. The first thing is make sure the people around you understand you and understand your ADHD. And so we have to make sure that we understand the people around us can appreciate us for who we are, see our strengths, not just our weaknesses, our impairments, and that we as individuals work with the people around us to be positive, to be honest, and work it as a team. For me, online meetings and long waiting times are a struggle. Working from home means I get more distracted. So I've found short jobs, one at a time, away from any distractions or reasons to stop working, is best for me. Entertainment is also best in short bursts. I preferred watching series rather than films, although I can easily binge a series in a day. I mean, don't even... It's actually why TikTok is ideal for ADHDers. Short bursts of entertainment that you can just swiftly go by and never see again. Not to mention, the comedy can actually be quite good if you end up on the right side. Listen to this one. You ever gonna pick up that one sock on the- Yes, I just need a couple more days. So you're telling me that yesterday you hyper-focused on crocheting for 12 hours without eating or sleeping, but you can't pick up that one sock? That's exactly right. This came up at a weird time for two reasons. One, I also had one sock just lying on the floor that I was ignoring and stepping over. In fact, I should probably get to just do- No, it's fine. I can, I can wait. Focus. And, uh, and two, I had only been crocheting myself for a few months. Spooky, right? I mean, not really. Crocheting is a common form of hyperfixation. 
which I was noticing more and more after learning what hyperfixation was. What's coming on now is the conductor's very favourite piece of music. But that motivation changes the chemicals in, in that conductor's brain and that is enough to bring that person on focus. And for the brief four or five minutes of that piece of music, they can hold it together. It changes the chemicals in our brain, allowing us to perform to a higher level. And we will do that and rock things out at the expense of whatever that single task is. I even turned it into a small business, a way to continue making stuff without it piling up. Actually, the small business community is very wholesome, all helping and supporting each other. It's actually how I met Grace from To Do Wrist. What I make is reminder bracelets, like these cute little bracelets with different coloured glass beads. And um, they quite simply just have everyday reminders on them. So the ones I'm wearing at the moment are shower and laundry. I found that making a list was pretty useless to me um, because I'd lose it. Uh, but with the bracelets, I have a reminder on my wrist. And because I'm carrying it with me, I've got my hands free. There's no chance of me putting it down because I'm wearing it. It, by engaging with the game, it also it kind of makes it fun. Like you do the task, you remove the bracelet. And as you remove them throughout the day, you get like little hits of dopamine. Or oh, this is this is a game changer. I, I wanted to make them available to everybody. It's common to turn your condition into something positive that you can benefit from. What do you think this is? Some people make stuff, others offer support and services like Samantha Hugh. So ADHD Girls was born um, as a platform to just share lived experiences of women with ADHD and also provide these insights to people in the field of ADHD, so professionals, where this advice might otherwise be not free until we really change the environment in which ADHDers can study and work, nothing will really change. I mean, if you go back to the start of this piece, you'll remember, don't do it now, go back later and you'll remember... I don't like to disappoint. So asking for help, not easy. Many a teenager or a young adult who, who actually is prepared to say to their, their peers when times they might be distracted, just work with me. I'm really creative, I've got loads of energy, I'm passionate. And that, that tolerance through knowledge is huge for any individual with ADHD. We just work differently. We focus differently and uh, sometimes we just need a push to finish certain projects unless they become hyperfixated and go down a rabbit hole of articles. And anyway, that felt like a lot. For further information on ADHD, be sure to do your own research. Everyone is different. Check out the NHS website along with ADHD Girls on YouTube and ADHD 360. My name's Tavy and I'm a girl with ADHD. I'm learning to understand it and I'm getting through this. But I do know one thing. I just finished a project. Now what?